Hello and welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast, the podcast that celebrates and elaborates on our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Bell. And today's guest was Michael Longfellow. We talked about daytime television, Dr. Phil, and a bunch of Catholic stuff. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was very enjoyable. If you'd like to reach us, you can email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Instagram at Guilty Pleasure Podcast. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or on SoundCloud. We would love to know what you are thinking. And also, thanks so much to everyone who has left a review so far. It really brightens our days and just brings joy and smile to our faces. I'm we, I'm smiling right now. We text each other screenshots of the reviews and we just we just cry and we're just like we're so lucky to do this. Yeah, and it's it's hashtag really nice. blessed. Hashtag we're, we, now it sounds like we're making fun of it, but no. we're not actually. We're <laughs> we are very genuinely thank very you. <laughs> thank you thankful for it. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com. I'm Paul Lair, and I've got anger issues. Convenient fees on Live Nation, that pisses me off. People who drive slow in traffic, that pisses me off. Dropping things, that pisses me off. So what do I do to manage my anger? I have a podcast called Say Anger, where I have a guest on every week. They tell me what makes them angry, and then it's like this little therapy session. It'll help you out, and sure as hell helps me out. So help me help you by subscribing to the Nerdist School Network. Everything turned out okay, guys? Everything's good. Great. Everyone's bladder is empty. Great. Everyone's good. Everybody's emptied out. Everyone's cleared out. Ooh, can I get a water bottle? Of, of course you can. Oh, my God. So the much. most I'm demanding sorry. guest I'm sorry. we have ever had. And I'll go on record so and say I will be the most demanding guest so on any demanding. podcast. I'm sorry. You weren't able to fill all the items in your rider, unfortunately. It's fine. He just wanted tan M&Ms, and we try to keep telling him they don't make those anymore. They're a tough get, but they're gettable. <laughs> they're gettable. <laughs> We just tried to give him Reese's Pieces, and he knew right away. He so knew. Right, right through us. Yeah, he got really mad. Anyway, Michael, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. We're on recording, the right? We're good. Yeah, we're perfect. Sweet. Um, why don't we dive right in to what is your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is daytime television, specifically Doctor Phil. <gasps> da, da, da. Normally, we kind of coordinate this because we're on the same level, but it's late night, and we're both really <laughs> tired. Me and Jackie only mind melded once the last podcast, so we spent it, and now we're, you know. We'll aim for two for this one. We're I think we try. can do it. You want to try? I think we can do it. Yes. I like your positive attitude. Thank you. I like yours, too. Thank Thanks. I Thank hate you. both of your positive Yeah, it's because of the tan M&Ms. I know. Um, so, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. So, how long have you best. been? He's the best. He's he the though? best. Is he, though? He's the best. Phil McGraw. At yes. what he does. When I saw that it was his last name, McGraw, I was like, what a freaking, like, him. what a cowboy. He what is a, a total a, cowboy. What a cowboy, you know? What a, so how did you start watching, specifically Dr. Phil, and then we can get into daytime in general, but Dr. Phil I'm interested in. Okay, I most of all got into Dr. Phil just this year because oh. I moved into a, an apartment with an old woman. And she watches Dr. Phil at three every day. And I started just watching it with her. Oh, my God. Okay, so I need a little bit more context. What is her name? What is her name? I live with my my mom's fiance's mom. Her name's Carol Wong. She's an 82-year-old Asian American woman. I love her. She's the best. She's the best ever. But to me, she's just this old lady that I, like, kind of know a Mm. little bit. You know, and she kind of knows me, so we're just roommates. And, uh... Yeah, she'll like she'll watch Doctor Phil three every day, and after that is Judge Judy, big fan of Jude. <laughs> but Doctor Phil specifically, because it's a show you're not supposed to like, you know. Yeah. yeah, no, it's. I feel like it's a true guilty pleasure. Oftentimes we get people here who uh, there. It's something that they phone it in. About. I saw. I saw the other episodes. Yeah. Super lame. I went and looked. <laughs> you looked. You looked at those titles. Oh, that's a real guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> William Carroll Smith Jr. 
F that guy. Co- yeah, that's a guilty pleasure. Uh, everyone loves Burning Man. That's your guilty uh, pleasure. Yeah. My first suggestion was going to be eavesdropping, you guys, because I was like, oh, guilt, as far as guilty pleasures go, you eavesdropping. Should, yeah, best, but that's, that's a side. Well, I asked you if you could talk about eavesdropping for a whole hour, and you Probably were like, Probably not. No. Probably just really intensely for 10 minutes. <laughs> but it would be a but it would really be, hot 10. It would be a, an intense 10. Very yeah, intense 10. Well, that kind of makes sense then why you like Dr. Phil if you like eavesdropping on people. Yeah, it is kind of eavesdropping just on people's lives mm. with your eyes. And that they And ears. I mean, you listen. You li- yeah, you can listen too. Yeah. What do you well, what do you mean? Well, like you're watching the show, but you oh, also yeah, like you listen. Can, it's it's the ultimate eavesdrop. Yeah. You get well, the whole experience. So you, when you when you first were introduced to him, were you instantly drawn to Mr. McGraw? No, okay. no, no. I mean, you know, I've known about him and uh, I've seen every once in a while. But you're, I didn't think that it would be something that I you're not supposed to like it. Yeah. So I resisted it forever. But Carol every day. Every day. Every day. And I'm home at three every day. I'm never not home at three. Nice. And we, <laughs> I started sitting down and watching. And then, oh, is that one girl, the Cash Me Outside girl. Cannot believe it. Saw that online, had already kind of been getting into it, decided to make the jump after that. I was like, this is worthwhile time. From three to four, I'm going to make lunch. <laughs> I'm going to sit down with Carol. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to watch Dr. Phil and I might even talk about Carol or talk with Carol about the episode, you know, we'll kind of discuss things. heart to heart afterwards? I literally wanted to start a podcast where we reviewed episodes of Dr. Phil, but it's too complicated and she's... Are you sure about that? Because that's brilliant. I think so, right? I, I mean, there's so many episodes. How you old, have content how old, for years. I have content for years. Yeah. How old is she? She's 82. She's fucking 82. You have 82. to do that. How many 82 82 year old podcasters are there? None. None. I are well, there? I don't know. I don't I know. know. We don't want to. I don't want to disrespect any 82 no. year old podcasters. No. Out there. I mean, they're good for you. Right. Look at you. Go. Someone has a grandson that's. Technically inclined. Yeah. Or granddaughter. Or hey. grand. Or hey. granddaughter. Hey. You're right. So, Ooh. so Carol. <laughs> Hashtag feminism. We're going to edit that one out. Don't, <laughs> yeah. No, we don't do any edits. Slipping. No, yeah. You let us know if we need it. Oh, you'll do edits. Oh, no, <laughs> you, we'll let do a, edits. you keep us posted. We'll work on it. <laughs> you didn't want to do edits. I'd have tan M&Ms right now right? in front of me. <laughs> uh, with your face printed on them. Because <laughs> that's something you can actually was, do, you yeah. guys. I know. Um, <laughs> for weddings and for podcast guests. For parties and podcast guests. Can you eat those still? Yeah, yeah. of course. like. Yeah, it's edible ink. It's like the same stuff yeah, that puts that the M on there. You know what I mean? Okay. There's always an M. All right. You can How, do you can do like different letters too. I what would your reaction be if you you came into this room and we were like, "Hey, Michael, welcome to the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. It's me, Jackie. You've met me once before. Here's Amanda. You've never met her before, and hey. here's a bowl of tan M and M's with your fucking face on them." Amazed and not creeped out at all, and no. so excited. Probably Aww. that would be so pumped, so ready to go. Oh. So oh. starting next episode, that's what we'll do for I'd all of our guests. I'd be a better guests. guest. Yeah. There's no way I wouldn't be. I'd be standing right now. I wouldn't be able to sit. <laughs> You'd be, be so no excited. Sitting. For an hour. You'd I'd hold the microphone and pace yes. back and forth <laughs> like in a, a very tiny room. An excited maniac. This sh- hyped up on sugar. So what's her name? Carol or Karen? Carol. Carol. So what's kind of some of the talking points that you guys discuss while Dr. Phil's going on? Um, just kind of uh, what we think of the people. Uh, I'll try to explore what I think of the person compared to what she does. We usually just think the same thing because they're pretty pretty bad people on the show yeah. it's hard to have a separate opinion but uh yeah we'll just kind of she doesn't have any sympathy towards drug addiction i don't think she's a real oh. old go-getter she grew up an orphan oh my she God, loved it her reflecting on her orphan childhood is the it's she's so she was like i love the homes we moved around i was never in the same place for more than two years i had all these new friends all the time she looks at it the best possible way she went straight to the marines as a woman back then nice that's that's cool that's dope and uh yeah so she just i guess when she said when she sees some some kid struggling with with something she she has more of a get you know that's your problem attitude yeah. Which Being is like, I know that's not the that. right way to feel about it in, in the woke age, but she makes a real strong point. Like, you I, know when people make those points that you don't agree with, but you're like, that is, there's some, there's logic there. Mm-hmm. She does that a lot. She's yeah. very, very smart. 
She's an intuitive lady. I think she's more woke than any of us. I believe it. Yeah. Carol's lived a long time. I feel like if if you've been around for 82 years, you know some things. Also that she was like an orphan and in the Marines and all of that stuff. That's some that's some serious life she's, stuff. She's awesome, yeah. It's crazy. I believe it. What uh did she have any um, I feel like Carol would have a catchphrase or something, or she has like a couple of howdy do every day I'm when really I walk in. Day. I'm At just three like, o'clock, enough of the howdy do is. <laughs> you walk stop, in with your sandwich, stop, Carol. With the Carol, howdy do. Come on, so Carol. the name of this podcast is Howdy Do with Michael and Carol. Howdy do. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't need an edit. That's perfect. Oh my god, I just want to get Carol. Straight to the act. I want Carol. Straight to, to be the here. act. I want Carol to come by. Anyway. I've, I, you know what? This is kind of the inspiration I need to get this podcast going. It's that's great. I love that so. I'm hoping much. it'll be good. It's it could be a disaster. It could be one of those things where it's yeah. it you, sounds like such a good idea. I think that Carol, if she heard what you were saying right now, she'd say, "Get your shit together. We can make this happen." True, yeah. actually, that is yeah. very Carol. Yeah, it's a very Carol way to, to say. How do you do? Let's she do it. She wouldn't be as rough as she's such a nice old lady, but she somehow say, "Get your shit together." She'd yeah, be like, sure. get your things together. Yeah. Hey, maybe have your stuff together. I don't know. Like <laughs> She's very polite. <laughs> very polite. A little passive. A little yeah. passive. A little passive. I just don't want to come across like a bad mouthing my wonderful roommate. I think you've, you've done <laughs> you're nothing. Not. You've, we actually wish that Carol was here in some ways. You're, we do. You're praising if Carol. If you guys have me back, I'll bring Carol. Oh, my God. Like, eventually. Oh, my God. Amazing. All right. Well, that's incentive. It's done. Boom. That's well, how you keep getting booked in Hollywood podcast listeners. Bring Carol. Go. Have do it. valuable roommates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would be the first episode that you and Carol are going to talk about on How Do You Do? Um, okay. <laughs> I love that that's the name of it. <laughs> there's so many. There's so many to consider. You can't start with the Cash Me Outside girl. I know, because everyone knows that. It's almost yeah. like... It's could, like I, could I ask a question about it? What is Cash Me Outside? She said. It's supposed to be Catch Me Outside. Yeah. Let's fight right now. But she is doing like a, a slang thing. So she's like, catch me outside. Oh, she's just saying it wrong. She's just saying it wrong. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Because I was confused about that. And I thought maybe it's because I'm not no, a hip. You're just not. No. I just say things correctly. Yes. Okay. So continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, one of the first episodes you and Carol will talk about on your podcast. Um, probably the kid who is... There was one kid who was so addicted to weed that it was like he was addicted to heroin or something. Oh, <laughs> it was a really, it was a great episode. It was just a. Do you think it's that's fun real? when you see Doctor Phil? It, it kind of like he's like, wow, this is really the episode this week. And he's like, this is the problem that I have to, you know, provide. <laughs> he's over it. <laughs> yeah, he just says common sense stuff. And Don't do it. Wait, but like uh, someone who was addicted to weed to the level of heroin, with, do you feel like that was weird or s- like real or staged? I can't ever look at these episodes as staged or a large part of my life will evaporate. So I refuse to believe it. I am was... sure I'm not a doof. I know there's got to be something there. It's right. daytime television. It's reality TV. There's, there's not... no way it's real. Yeah. But... I'm holding on to that it's mostly real. Uh, I, well, like I'm, I was watching a couple clips uh, in preparation for this episode, and I read Dr. Phil's Wikipedia page, and oh, God. Um, it is it's wonderful. I've never uh, that. But uh, Dr. Phil is your Dr. Phil is kind of like what Maury was to me when I was in college, mm-hmm. like 10 a.m. every morning. Like me and my sister would put on Maury, and it was just always a fun time. Yeah, it's always a fun time. I think Dr. Phil is Maury, but without the guilt. You know, he wants to help. Maury's just kind of like, well, this is the crap. situations are less tragic because Maury is like, it's kind of like, like working class people, and the best moment is when like someone isn't the father or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that kid still doesn't have a dad. Like the stakes are so, <laughs> the stakes are huge. And then Doctor yeah. Phil, it's just rich white kids that are addicted to pot and they can't get off <laughs> yeah. of it. So it's kind of you get to watch it, and you're like, even if he doesn't get off the pot, he's fine. Yeah, he's, he's... his family is. Well set up. He'll go to college. Yeah, just it's fine. Maury for white people and just guilt free. That's a really good way of putting it. Maury used to not only be like, is he the father or is he a girl or not a girl? Yeah, it oh, used he's just, to be. He's stuff. narrowed it down to the hits. Yeah, yes, that's <laughs> he exactly. cut off all the fat. He trimmed all the fat. Yeah. He was like, I don't want to talk to people who don't 
have baby daddy issues. And they said, okay. And now that's what the show is. Is it still wow. on the air? Uh, you know oh, it's got to be. I would be. I would be really fascinated if it wasn't. I feel like it's always going to be there. I feel like it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, when you go home after like not being home for a really long time and like you see, like you go to the grocery store you used to go to as a kid and it's like, the, oh, look, the church is still there. And Maury's the on at 10 a.m. <laughs> and the church is still there. They didn't fall to the ground. They didn't burn the church. Thank God. Thank God. There it is. It's still there. The rectory yeah. is still standing. The rectory, right? Oh my God! Um, when you churches, church churches, humor. just I, 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 this podcast is brought pews. to you by churches, pews, church tack, <laughs> tabernacle. You guys ever kneel on a fucking pew? Just pray one out. <laughs> pray one out. Oh my God! The worst. That was like how you knew if you were going to have a good time or a bad time at the church you were in is. How comfortable the uh, kneelers were. Yeah, did they have cushions? You know? Oh my God. Some of them I do did remember not. that actually. Some of them didn't. I loved the kneeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? That was your best. favorite part? Because we just weren't standing. It was <laughs> right? just so much standing. I loved the sitting and the kneeling. Yeah, but the sitting right. was uncomfortable even sometimes because the chairs are just wooden and stuff. Oh, yeah, the not kneeler, comfy. The kneeling thing always had pads. Yeah, and then you guys are just, you know, it gave you something to do. Yeah. I you always know? would read along with the things. Cause then you I could followed? T- well, no, because then I could fi- figure out how long each f- each each story was. Yeah. Like, oh, this one's each only in, like four story. paragraphs. But then if you ever noticed, like in the little booklet, sometimes there would be these these brackets, and you're like, oh, shit, is the priest going to go into the brackets? Because that was either the long version <gasps> or the short version. Oh, and I'd be right. holding my breath, like, what's he going to do? And then he would usually shorten it, because nice. why do we have to be there? Yeah. Um, the same story just, from last year. I would just stare at the girls that I had like crushes on and totally. hope that they thought my dad looked cool or something. You're, that your dad looked cool? Yeah, I was cool? always embarrassed like around my parents at church because all the girls from school were there and you know, parents were just embarrassing. Sure, true. And, and my dad was already goofy in, in his church clothes. My goodness. What are his church clothes? Just his clothes, but smaller and with a collar. He doesn't really fit in them. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> shorts. And... He's like, oh, I want to really wear tight. something nice for sh- for church. What doesn't fit me what anymore? Fit? <laughs> I want it as close to my body as possible. It's just a I Tommy didn't... Bahama that doesn't have the floral print. Yeah. I didn't not dress up <laughs> to not be seen. I didn't dress up to not be seen. I um, th- When I was in church, there was this one guy who uh, would always stare stare at me. Um, oh well, I stare. I'd like to take back the word stare. No, 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 no. And I'm glad you did you because take it back. You want to? I'm glad you did because this this guy who later uh, became a bouncer at one of the local bars. He was my seventh grade teacher's son. Oh. Would literally like they would be five pews ahead of me, mom, and my sister, and he would be standing, and then he would just be like. And no. like doing 180 and just like look at me for like five minutes. Oh my god! To the point that my mom would be like, would be like, do you want me to say something to your teacher? And I'd just be like, no, it's fine, it's fine. Like it was a he problem. He would just turn around, like yeah, just, back to the f- altar. No, he, his his front, like his bottom part, would still be facing. Oh, he did a torso. He change. did. <laughs> yeah, he would he do a, a torso chip. And then my sister would be like, why is he staring at you? I was like, I don't know. God, that's horrendous. Yeah, it was not fun. I didn't. I that I did not have that problem. I got to worship the Lord in peace <laughs> without sex, without low without, key sexual harassment. Low key sexual harassment, you guys. Yeah, I just got out of my awkward phase like last year, so you know it hasn't really been a problem for me at mm-hmm. church. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you guys still go? No. When I'm home, if my mom wants me to, I'll go. Yeah. 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 But I don't, nice. I don't. I don't. I don't. Do you? No. Oh. Um, your dad's still so, wearing those tight clothes. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, he'll still pump the tight clothes, but that's just him. Sundays, yeah. he's, uh, now he just smokes meat on Sundays. Mm. Nice. My Big dad, meat smoker. My dad isn't Catholic, so I remember it was always, like, presented to me as an option that I didn't have to be one, so I was like, I'm not. My nice. mom had this rule where we had to go to church until I got to college, and I was like, all right, whatever. That's fine. My mom just got tired of going eventually. My yeah, I don't think does. my parents go anymore. Question mark. My mom still goes, and my yeah. grandma before she died went like multiple times a week. I was yeah. like, "Damn, you can't get enough of that church." <laughs> also, when my chickens. mom got divorced, the church was super weird about it. Yeah, they're mm. not. Um, and they're weird to the woman. It. They're not weird to the guy. Yeah, they're like well, mean to the woman. No matter whose fault the divorce is. I think that's just the theme of the Catholic yeah. Church. Yeah. Just Women are mean. the source of all evil. <laughs> just be no? mean to the woman. <laughs> Roman Catholic Church, just be mean to the woman. Yeah, that's the that's tagline. That's the tagline. Just, just, who cares? 
Speaking about the ladies. Speaking about ladies being mean to one another, I'll tell you my favorite Dr. Phil clip that I found while I was doing research for this. Oh, please. Do you want to play it? I do, but I just realized that I have the iPhone 7 and we only have the Ox thing. Do you want to find it on mine? Yeah, I can such send an issue in my life. What the iPhone, I have the iPhone 7, 7 too. versus the the aux plugin? I have what? so many headphones and I can't use any of them. What I iPhone too. do I, I have? have? Thing. You have like the five or the six. You still have like the old school one. Oh, and that's why I can use the aux cable. I just gave oh, it to you, you just sent yeah. me. I was just gonna say, oh, you sent aux. me a text. <laughs> I got really excited, you guys. Podcast is going well. It's going so great. Don't say this out loud. Don't want Michael to know. All right. Uh, so this clip. Is oh shit oh never wasn't mind. open. I had a cap. If you guys could have seen it, <laughs> oh my god, how are we gonna clean this up? Oh my god, all this water <gasps> all everywhere. over the equipment. Oh. Oh, no, it's not open. Yeah, okay, these are two ladies. One of them, I don't know what the pro- so this is the one lady who has the problem. She kind of looks like she's being exercised in the in the YouTube still right now. She's got a classic Dr. Phil lady look. <laughs> classic Dr. Phil lady yeah. look. She is trolling this woman she knows on Facebook through fake profiles. And uh, I thought this was actually pretty funny. Disgusted. Sandy's a slut. Sandy has dated a serial rapist. What? Sandy will sleep with any man that will sleep with her. What's important for people to know is she's psycho. I personally don't think she's attractive. Sandy's fat. At one point, she was living with a girl, so she might be a lesbian. Or in order to keep tabs on Sandy and I, Aileen has used several fake profiles on Facebook. I used a fake name of somebody that she went to high school with. Well, here's what Sandy posted. Sandy, I am thankful for my health and everybody that stood beside me through the years when I didn't know if I would see the next day. Okay. Well, Aileen, as Claudia says, too bad you didn't drop dead. (laughs) What a burn. He does like. She just posted that because she wants sympathy from other people. I don't need sympathy. Sandy says, I am thankful for my snooze button and electric blanket. I enjoyed sleeping in a little while longer today. Thankful for the omelet my baby made and served me in my bed. So, Aileen, as Claudia responds, with all that fat, you need an electric blanket? <laughs> Yes, yeah, that, rude, okay. rude. that so clip rude. is literally the perfect clip. It shows everything Dr. Phil is. It has two white women who look exactly the same. You can't even, t- it's like the same person fighting with each other. You can't tell them apart. There are like 30 episodes where those ladies that look like that have dated serial rapists. Oh my God. And oh it's God. just a, def- yeah, yeah, it's a defense against it just... the rape guy. I loved like that because I was looking and I was like, let me find some good clips. And like that one just spoke to me and it spoke to me on like, and it gets me on a level because Dr. Dr. Phil is allegedly, you know, a practitioner of psychology, although he has since. I've heard he's not a doctor. He, he was upkeeping his psychology license up until 2006 and then he stopped. And now he's like, because he's a billionaire. Well, and so also, and now he's not a doctor because, like, the mental mental health associations have actually condemned his show because it's like um, not mental health, like at all. Um, it's just sensational. It's just sensational entertainment. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's very real. This he's just pitting these two women against each other. Mm-hmm. And like the audience is just like like that's what's so morey about it is they're just like laughing like at these these burns that this like lady is like it's so fucked up it's that's just so, so fucked up. it's so weird because I guess he started out on Oprah right yeah he that's did. Uh, yeah my doctor Phil has always been a separate entity yeah because the doctor Phil who was on Oprah you were like oh yeah. Dream it, be it, or I don't know what the hell his his deal was back then. Yeah, he he. But had I a, trust Oprah. <laughs> do you know how he met Oprah? He had a settlement, a com- like a company, a law firm that like helped with settling lawsuits because like a, a reason, and they helped Oprah with something. And Oprah met amazing. him and liked him so much, she brought him on as a guest on his show, and he just resonated with the audience. And from there, he spun like weekly appearances at, on Oprah into book deals, and then eventually created the Dr. Phil show that was uh, produced by Harpo Productions, which is Oprah's production company. Yes. Does she still 
uh, produce it? Or uh, him and his oldest son have their own production company, and I think they do Doctor Phil now. I'm not sure how much. I feel like Oprah would not be pro Doctor Phil show. She's now. also pro Doctor Oz, and Doctor Oz is like Doctor Oz is a, he oh sells snake oil, right? That's yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. He, I, I. He used... wears his. Scrubs on the stage. Like he's at work. I mean, he's uh, technically at work, but also like nobody's, you don't need scrubs. I mean, this goes <laughs> to be on TV. This goes now into broader daytime television in yeah. general. Like Dr. Oz is like total snake oil. He's like basically hawking what your mother-in-law is hawking you on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Like I got this miracle product that makes me drop 10 pounds but in I like can three eat days. Pizza, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's basically the Dr. Oz show. And then there's Judge Judy, like you said. And then there's also my favorite, Rachel Ray. We got Love the view. Judge Joe Brown. Haven't Joe? seen no. Judge What's Joe that? Brown. What's that? Tell us Man, about that. He delivers justice <laughs> with just a street swagger unlike anything else. I mean, he will, he'll tell you why you're dumb. He'll just tell you why you're dumb. Give us an example. Um, okay, so like, you know, Judge Judy will just kind of get, she'll just kind of get angry. Judge Joe Brown will just be like, that was a dumb thing that you said. And then he'll just go to the other person again. And he'll just be, I can't think of a specific he'll just example. Be sassy. He tells yeah. you, he tells you what he's thinking. And he'll also like, kind of like, he'll be flirty sometimes. He'll flirt Ooh. with the, yeah. I love that. Flirt with me while I'm, while calling me stupid. <laughs> Please just do that. Yeah. That will totally. Isn't that flirting? Yeah. Guys just calling you stupid? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pull that's it. how I do it. Yeah. That's what, you know, that's what I thought. That's how it's done. Yeah. Right. right? When when you watch daytime TV, there are so many opportunities to watch shows that are um, over the top, but also shows that are like Oprah or or Rachel Ray, where it's a little more wholesome entertainment. Do you find yourself drawn to more of the Jerry Springer or more of the Oprah style shows? More of the Jerry Springer. Good. Definitely. That's what I thought. That's yeah. what I was hoping for. I also just go to HBO or something, you know? The other ones, there's no excuse for watching the other ones. Not anymore. Not with all the stuff on. Yeah, there's a lot True. of television. Like, you mean like of a lot of television, other like actual television? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, get Yeah, like that. Netflix or something. Totally. Totally. Or I season two of The Wire. More season two or of The season Wire. Two of the Are you wire. on that or something? <laughs> yes, I am. That's right. Season two of The Wire. First time watching it. Boom. How no do you spoiler. like it? I think it's pretty good. There's this one character that's like profoundly annoying oh. uh, who I like, but I really liked season one of The Wire. Which People I fin- love The Wire. Which I finished like a couple months ago. And then I was looking for entertainment and I was like, season two of The Wire. Nice. I have I have no, nothing about it. There's a wire. It's uh, Baltimore, right? Baltimore yeah. PD. Baltimore has been hot lately. They have so much stuff on them. All the the murder documentaries are in Baltimore, like the the Keepers. Oh. That Ooh. one's in Baltimore. Uh, I haven't another watched one that about one. cops being weird is in Baltimore. <laughs> Just being like strange and kooky. And yeah, odd, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's a weird place. Crazy cop adventures. Yeah. <laughs> it's another podcast for you and uh, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you God, would have We got to get that one cooking. Yeah. Before yeah. we start talking about two. You got to figure out how you're going to pitch it to her, though. Like, are you guys going to like... She said she'll do it. She said she'll oh do it. Oh, my God. She said why she'll do it. Why is she not... Do- why is that... That's it's a me boom. thing. I need a cord. And I haven't gotten and gotten the cord. Go I just need cord. to go get the damn cord. Get the cord. But then I also think about setting it all up. And oh. I, I want to make sure it comes across not as we're laughing at... Like what an eighty-two-year-old is saying, but like it's no, I want to genuinely know her a nice, yeah, a nice I experience. Know. Yeah, I want to know what she thinks. I want her Protective no nonsense. Carol. I don't blame you. Are you <laughs> freaking kidding me? She's a saint. I want to know Carol's no nonsense approach to whiny teenagers addicted to pot. You know, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Um, did you when you were a kid um, and you were home sick from school? Did you watch daytime TV? Yes, but I probably watched cartoons. Yeah, more more, more that. I wasn't deep enough to watch Dr. Phil or anything. Totally. I don't know if Dr. Phil would probably have been on. Uh, no. Dr. It Phil, oh, was. it would have been on. It's yeah. been, it's, I remember it since like I can remember. Early 2000s, yeah. Oh. It's been on since like 2003. I'm There's older. Hundreds. <laughs> He's young. When I, think, when I think kid, I'm thinking like 12 
but also yeah the- dr phil came on when i was like 10 like i think 11 or 12 I, I told this story about um before to amanda earlier but um my grandfather really liked dr phil um and at a time when i was 13 and i i was really into hot topic and you know being a punk rock kid i like got all these black bracelets that dr phil had deemed sex bracelets and it, it became what an, is a sex bracelet? It became an I issue. Didn't, sex I, didn't, bracelet, yeah. I didn't know what this was. It was like these rubber jelly bracelets that were in different colors. So like you get them at Hot Topic, they could be like multicolor, but like you know, like more like goth kids were only black. And someone on Doctor Phil said that they were sex bracelets. So basically, like a girl would get a bracelet based on like the sexual act that she did, and like that teens all across America were collecting these bracelets, including and I, Jackie, including right? me. So I came home one day and I was wearing all these bracelets because I was like expressing myself had nothing to do with sex like didn't even know really how sex fully worked yet because I was like 12 or 13 and then my grandfather like lost his mind all because of I remember Phil. those I had nine anal ones just walking around <laughs> like, just, believe it you know? believe it <laughs> nine <laughs> times boom, 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 same boom. person different ones <laughs> yeah right now uh, you don't know. She goes to another school. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, no, no. She lives in Canada. Um, I have a girlfriend. I met her at camp. I met her at camp. We write letters. I can't imagine bestowing somebody a jelly bra- bracelet. Like after, like when do you do that? Like the next day at school? Well, I don't think. Right it- after the act. Also, like how many bracelets do you have? Like doesn't that stuff kind of just like happen? And then all of a sudden you're like, here's, oh, hold on. I got to get a black one. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't. Pull it out. That'd be, you have to like, you're like, oh, I did do that. Oh my God. You have to, I have to go to the store. Yeah, I got to, oh God. I run an errand now. Oh, should we go to the mall? I'll get you an orange Julius and a black bracelet. Can we stop at Spencer's Gifts? Of course we of can course. stop at Spencer's Gifts. That's like one of my favorite places ever. Spencer's Gifts? I loved that shit. The black light area? The black light area? And the, the posters? I mean, the way that I turned out, I'm not surprised. <laughs> the fake vomit that you could buy? <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. The fake poop. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Jokes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jokes for days. Jokes for days. Jokes for days. Um, yeah, I think, I guess like the things that I watched as a kid were mostly cartoons, but I would also do a lot of Oprah. I guess that's what, because I, I mean, I'm in my, my 30s. My stepmom watched Oprah a lot, so I, I would see some of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Oprah was, is is the gold standard of daytime TV, right? Am I wrong? No, she's, I think you're right. The gold standard. Probably, I think you're right. yeah. She kept it classy. Yeah. When she didn't have to. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone has has. I don't know how Rachel Ray is. Does how is her show? Does she go a little? Is she going trash here? Is she still cooking? Well, I haven't. I haven't. I have not. I'm, I'm sure she's still cooking. I haven't watched Rachel Ray in a while, but I used to watch it before my college classes. It's the name of her show, actually. Rachel Ray still cooking. <laughs> it's the name of her actual that's she, podcast. <laughs> she actually uh, her studios were on West Twenty Sixth Street. Yes. Yeah, I used to I walk past them all the time. Um, but she does like she has like a very planned out segment. She always has like a couple guests that are also probably hawking snake oil or they're making a fucking reef wreath for Christmas and then like she'll go in and then she'll start a meal and then the commercial break when we get back I'm gonna show you how to glaze this pound cake and then she talks about like sometimes her husband will come on and like make cocktails he's an awkward dude right really awkward dude he's like a musician slash mixologist and it's like wow oh no he's now he's a slash I knew he did music And there was, I remember, I used to be a huge, this could be. He sounds pleasure. fun. He sounds, he's, it's, it's, it's. I say I'm a musologist for short. A musologist. Paul, nice to meet you. Welcome to our home. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Here's Should I get cocktail. you a clearly gay husband? <laughs> clearly gay yeah. husband. Should I get you a cocktail or should I play you a tune? Let me know. <laughs> yeah, I could do both at the same time. Yeah, he uses the shaker. Call this drink the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's an awkward dude, to say the very least. I feel like he, they both probably met, and she's like, I cook food randomly. And he's like, I do music. She's like, that's, I'm going to hook up with this guy, because mm. he has a he has a future. I don't know. I say that he's probably quite the impressive guy, because she could probably have any, any any old dude she wants, you know? Uh, yeah. They've been together for a very long They've time. They've been together for a very long time. I know time. way too much about most TV food networks. Where was she, how did she start? She um, started by, oh, I can't believe I know this. Wasn't she discovered at, like, giving free samples she, somewhere? She, what she would do is she was, I think she was working for a food company of sorts. And she was in the, she worked with supermarkets, I think. 
And she noticed that people, like the way people shopped, and she wanted to find recipes that people could make meals for under 30 minutes, like 30 minutes or less, but also use like fresh ingredients and all that stuff. So I think she started doing like promos, like uh, like present presentations at supermarkets and stuff like that. And that's where she started. Hmm. Did you guys ever watch her $40 a day? Yes. Which now cannot exist because that's not a thing that could actually be And she be wouldn't done. tip. She would never she tip. Would tip. She would tip like to the exact, she would tip people like 24 cents. It was bullshit. <laughs> what? Like, what is this? $40 a day? $40 a day. $40 a day was a TV new uh, a TV food network show that Rachel Ray hosted and she would go to a different city like Baltimore say for instance where uh, the wire takes place. And she would go to um, different restaurants uh, and give you tips on how to eat out but um, on a budget but that you could still like see the town. Mm. And she would give recommendations. So she would always say, so something that I've taken, a lesson that I learned from Rachel is to always ask local people, where do you like to eat? Because oftentimes they won't go to the expensive places, but they'll go to like the cheaper places, but are really good food and the like repeat service, you know? And uh, so that's something I do all of the time. All right. Yeah, you got to ask. You got to ask those hard hitting questions, you guys. What are some lessons that you've learned from daytime television? Some lessons yeah. mm-hmm. I've learned from daytime television. Have a good backdrop. <laughs> Look good. It's all about the the, bla- the the place and the backdrop. And that's why you came today with your very own curtain? I did. It's beautiful. It's yeah. gorgeous. Sorry about the nudes. but you know. It's okay. You know, it actually kind of adds a little bit of flavor. Yeah. I feel like I know you better now. It's a jumping off point. I'm not good at starting conversations. So sure. I bring pictures of myself nude everywhere I go. Yeah, and that it, it was the first thing I noticed when Something I met you. Something I learned from daytime television. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was, uh, that was a Dr. Phil episode, actually. Yeah, I bet. I was bring it really? my nudes. Yeah, someone needed a break out of their skin. And he was like, oh, I'll just show everyone you're naked. Oh, no, this isn't. This, I was no, but that reminds what? me of Maury, because Maury used to do a Face Your Fears episode. Oh, my God. No, and me? I, oh, it was so good. I'll never forget this. I saw this when I was like 10 or something. This lady was terrified of aluminum foil. No. And like <laughs> one of Maury's PAs like comes out with a sheet of aluminum foil and starts like crunching it and she ran out of the studio. Like She probably she had a le- sensory issue. It's probably not that she's afraid of it. It's probably just a horrendous sound to Don't her. Don't make excuses for this <laughs> pathetic woman. All right, Carol. All right. <laughs> All right. Carol's seeping into me. I'm Carol's starting to like, reflect her ideals. I need to chew on that tinfoil. I need to work harder. Yeah, right. I need to be an orphan. <laughs> learn how to learn it, learn it, you know. Learn, learn it. Learn life. Uh, yeah, learn life. Live in life, man. That's what I say. I feel like Carol's actually day. the original Annie. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's incredible. she's little orphan Annie. Yeah, that could be. Does little orphan Annie she's go into the her. Marines? Um, you know what? We don't really know what happens after. We don't. She Daddy does become Warbucks. bigger orphan Annie. We do she know does. that. I mean, how long are you an orphan? Because everyone becomes an orphan. I think at you're some an orphan point. forever, right? You don't have parents. Yeah, I mean, but here's the deal, like. Once your parents go, are, are you considered an orphan? Or is that like a childhood thing? Oh, interesting. You know? Once like, your parents die? If your parents die, <laughs> if slash when your parents die and you're an adult, are you still an oh, orphan? Oh, no, you're not. You no. can't. That's That guy's you know, pathetic. Guys, yeah. I'm an orphan. Can't. Can you imagine some like six-year-old dude like kicking <laughs> some like garbage down the street? Like, what's wrong, Larry? I'm an orphan. I'm an orphan. Ain't got nobody to love me. Go, what about your wife and kids? <laughs> I would say I would I would say that uh, ask Carol where she was during the Great Depression, and just go from there, Ooh. and then we can find out if she is in fact she's like Anastasia, but for a little orphan Annie. I, you know, where they like didn't know where Anastasia went. And then a bunch of people are like, I'm her. They're like, no, you're not. The DNA doesn't match. But maybe How she's. How are they doing that DNA testing? I don't know. In the 1990s. Because you can be. I don't know. They probably like. This is, the Anastasia in. story is fascinating to me because, one, I love that animated film. It's great. Two. Uh, the song one. Yeah. The, yeah. the song one yeah, where was, they sing songs. I like that. Isn't it a great? It's great. It's really good. I used to watch it in the car. We had like a tiny little TV and one VHS player. Oh, you had a TV in your car? Expedition Eddie Bauer, a dish. Whoa. Ooh. 
love that branding. Mom's car. And you thought that you your parents would embarrass you in front of the girls at church. I know, right? They knew that. <laughs> uh, they knew I had a bower back at the home. Oh my god, did you With hear Anastasia in the back? <laughs> You'd be cleaning up. Oh I god. did. I remember I used to have baseball class, which was like ba- it was Wait, like, what? Pardon? It was like if you wanted to play baseball and you had to do a PE credit, you could take baseball class and there's just the baseball team and then a bunch of kids who weren't good enough to make it, which is I was, but I was like friends with everyone. Did you have to and sit in a desk? No, we oh, would be okay. on the field and we would all drive our cars from the one parking lot to the parking lot with the baseball fields. Sure. And then sometimes the coach didn't care about us because we weren't going to make the team and he was kind of worried about other stuff. So he would just kind of let us go do whatever we want and we would sit in my car and watch uh, Anastasia or Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Flubber. Those are the three I had. Those are the three? Yeah, and we would do that. Three movies I've seen. We'd watch like the first 45 minutes because then school would be over and we'd leave. But, you you know. never found out how Flubber ended. It was a bummer. I you always had to start. You had to start it from the beginning every time. I assume happy. It felt like a happy movie. How does that movie end? Jackie's uh, actually seen. He gets it, back with his so. wife, right? Oh, were they not together? She, was yeah. it awkward? Although and she it wasn't? Dick, she she does. You know, she ditches him. She's but, like, I, I'm not down with the Flubber thing. You're weird. Is that, Wait, is it that like, she's not down with the Flubber thing? Doesn't he get a girlfriend oh, that no, is into the Flubber thing? He doesn't show up at her wedding. His wife's wedding? He doesn't show up at his own wedding. He doesn't show up at his own wedding. Because of Flubber. Because of Flubber. It's Flubber. You know what? I should not have attacked her the way I did. That is reasonable. Right? You got to do something. You got to break up. You got to let this guy know, I'm not going to put up with this. I can't imagine. Here's the deal. I'm sure that's not the first time he's missed out on things because of Flubber. And she knows how he is. Yeah. She knows. She's. she loves that part of him. Yeah. Flubber is first. She is second. She knows that. You know what I mean? She knows, but, but on the she wedding still day, can't, she uh, still can't. She just on the wedding, on, on the one day that she needed him there most. Yeah, just, to marry him. <laughs> he just did what he always does, and so, you know. And she starts dating another guy in the movie, and he uses Flubber to get her back. That is the plot of Flubber. Yeah, she starts dating Shooter McGavin. Oh, I don't recall who that is. He was in Shooter McGavin and Happy Kill. He's like the guy with the actor. It's the only person I know him as. You <laughs> Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore. So every time I see him, I'm like, oh, that's the Shooter McGavin guy. There you go. Shooter. <laughs> he always does that. That's what he did in Flubber. Your younger audience will know Shooter McGavin. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Our, yeah like, our younger audience in Denmark will know. Do you guys get numbers in Denmark? Yeah, and the Philippines. What's and up, what? Denmark and the Philippines? What? International, baby. I didn't know. I got homies out there. Shout yeah, out to them. Shout out to the Philippines. There we go. What's up, Rodrigo? Hey, dude. I miss you, man. I miss you, too. That's I, it. I don't know anyone else in the Philippines. No. No, no. no one else. That's it? Yeah. Hopefully, Rodrigo listens. Rodrigo for sure listens. He's a huge nerd, huge podcast buff. There you oh, go. Really? Huge podcast nerd, yeah. yeah. There you go. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, Rodrigo. Lots of guilty pleasures on that one, too. Yeah. Oh, he's got a lot. What are some of Rodrigo's? Oh, he's a criminal. He's oh, a, he, yeah. he's, he's broken the law. <laughs> he has done terrible things. In the oh. Philippines? But in the third grade when I knew him, he had the best soccer kick around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, that's one cool kid. You're like, that's a one talented mofo. Those are the days. What Those were the days you? When, like, wait, go. What were you known for in third grade? In third grade? Okay. Let me think about third grade. Third grade, I had just moved from Gilbert, Arizona to Scottsdale, Arizona, which is a big change. Nice. Like from a farm to an actual house. Uh-huh. So I was new in the third grade. I don't think I was known for anything, but I did win class clown in fifth grade. Nice. Two years. Nice. Two years, two years in a row. I took it over. Two years? Oh, you were there for two years and you had yeah, like... Yeah, by the second year, I was, I was the champ. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you get uh did you get a printed out certificate saying you were a class clown? No, I just got some mad credit. Uh mad some street cred. cred. I guess it we was just We did one. We did one. It was just my class too. There are a lot of classes. Cuz you stay did in you one have? class when you're in the 5th grade, like 30 or something. Yeah, that's what we had too. Mrs. Brydenbaugh, I remember. Oh. I had Mrs. Randazzo. I had Mrs. Huddy, and Mrs. Huddy always said people's names wrong all year round, like the whole year. We had a girl named Sheelan. And she would call her Shaylin. And we would t- try to correct her to be nice. You're saying her name wrong. It's May. You get like one more month to figure this shit out. Come on, Mrs. Huddy. And she never did. And she would try. She would try to say Shaylin and she would say Shaylin. Would you guys like clap back? 
Mrs. <laughs> Hootie or something? Mrs. Hootie. Mrs. No, Hootie? but I'm pretty sure my sister had somebody named Mrs. Hootie. I'm not shitting you. It was Mrs. Huddy. Oh, but we could have said Mrs. Hootie, I suppose. Is that what you're mm. saying? Yes. Oh. I think, you know what? She probably, she probably would have been fine with it. She was kind of fine with everything. She seems all, a little aloof, yeah. Yeah, we would all go to the bathroom. Connected. Yeah, we would go to the bathroom. People would disappear for like Oh, there was that minutes. class? It there was, was always that class. That, class. that was Because you would try to go to the bathroom and then go near that class to see if any of your friends were like out, and they always mm-hmm. were. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. never got to be in that class. Well, the, we were pretty uh, pretty badass. Brydenbaugh wasn't having any of it. No. 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 We were there to learn. Yeah. And you know what? I hated her at the time, but thank God. I'm so glad. Thank God for her now. Yeah. Look how well-educated you are. Look at me. Look at you go. You're on the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. I'm on the Guilty Pleasure Podcast. You're doing great. This is great, actually. This I love this. Great. Thank you guys so much for having me. <laughs> no problem. No problem. You got it. And you your phonics it. are great. My phonics? Yeah. What do you mean? I think that was a, a subject in the third grade. Oh, that has to do with making words. You I know I was hooked on them. Oh, I had hooked on phonics, and it did not work for me, you guys. <laughs> it did not work. It was the worst. Did it, you guys have Jumpstart third, like Jumpstart all the grades, like that little computer program? It was like Jumpstart fifth grade, and then like. Oh yeah, no. yeah yeah yeah. Do you mm-hmm. guys do AR? What's no. AR? Accelerated reading. Oh no. no, I was definitely not a part of that. Process. It was just it was just they called the normal reading. But oh. <laughs> you know. I was had, in the not normal reading. I was like in the slow, like just yeah. give them some time. We had deer. Did you guys have deer? Dare? Deer. No. Are you pulling a Mrs. Huddy right now? It was a <laughs> drop everything and read. I hate that. Drop every. That's something like that. Somebody familiar. made that up. You it teach was deer me. time. We call it deer time. Deer time. I went to Catholic school. I don't know math, but I can read. That sounds fun. <laughs> and I can recite the. Uh, I can recite all of the old prayers at church that they've since updated. Oh, oh, yeah, the updated church stuff. They don't say peace be with you anymore, they and s- also with you. They're, no, they don't say that. Also no. with your what spirit. Do they, say? they say and with your spirit or some no. shit like that. It's regression. Gross. It's don't the worst. like it. And with Step your backwards. Spirit, it, it, here's the thing. I you said something nice to me, and then I'm gonna say it back to you. So you say, Amanda, you're doing great today, and I'm like, Jackie. Also, you, you're doing great. <laughs> it sounds you're like right. a cop out. Yeah, it you sounds know what I mean? like, like okay, you don't really mean that. There you go. Like, eh. But but what is with your spirit? Or like, okay, uh, um, spirit sounds a little new agey for the Catholic Church. Yeah, it seems a little hippie. You know, <laughs> it sounds a little like. Have you accidentally done the thing where like you're like great set to someone and that, because they said it to you, but they even know that they didn't have a good set. So oh, you yeah. just look like that's a liar would, and a that's how, coward. That's why I would always know when I had a bad set when no one would say great set to me. Afterwards. I think it's good. Yeah, they, people shouldn't. They should. If I have a bad set, people don't say it to me. Yeah, I usually they didn't look at me the same. Whenever I had a, it's true. Like, I thought I knew you. Like, oh, whenever on. I had a bad set in New York, I would just like have it and then I just kind of slink Leave. out of the room I'd be I go to the host and I'd be if like thanks around. for having me sorry about that that's, yeah I mean that's the same thing with auditioning I used to do musical theater in New York and you would you'd sing your song and if you bombed you were like okay bye guys see ya uh, and it's like rooms of like all of your best friends are in this room and you're like mm. goodbye if you do well though you, you stick stay. around you fucking party <laughs> and you're like that accompanist was dope and I did they're so nice as soon as some pain in the ass, walks out of that room, and they go, they are so nice. And you're like, oh, God, okay. So, Because you know, like, they did great. So it's they're nice to you because you did a good job, not because they're nice people. They're just going to sit there and eat their sandwich regardless. But if you did a good job, they'll be like, so I nice don't know so you. many of the words you just said to me. <laughs> Eat their sandwich with sandwich no, stuff. No, accompaniment, accompanist. That's accompani- the person who plays the piano in the room when you oh, go and audition. That's an like the person that plays the piano during your stand-up sets. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that, don't you yeah. have that? Yeah, we totally have don't that. Don't you have that in mm-hmm. comedy? We have the pianist. Mm-hmm. The pianist? The pianist. The pianist? Penis. Yeah. It makes jokes funnier. The penis? The, the live piano? Makes, yeah, it just I prefer makes... an organ myself. An organ would be good. It's very, it's very loud, but also I go tuba. Tuba, Ooh. yeah, yeah. Slide from seventeen-year-old, and I make his day. I'm like, <laughs> guess what, buddy? Doing You're coming with, with me. Me. They never know who I am. But no, but then they follow. They do you. by the end of the night. All right. Yeah. So the well, that sounded bad. 
Well, I mean, you do we comedy a, at night. I know. We did what a you're show saying. at night, yes. Yeah. Because uh, I harass seventeen-year-olds. No, good. I don't Thank even know that many seventeen-year-olds. I don't think I know. I any? don't know any seventeen-year-olds. Maybe. I don't know how old my cousins are. They're all old, miscellaneous. Yeah, like you, miscellaneous teens. Everybody, I, I'm every time I see a family member, I'm just surprised that they're not eight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh shit, you grew. You're oh, you graduated college. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, but now we're those people. Because I always remember yeah. people be like, this is your Uncle Don. And he was like my age and I was a young kid. And I just didn't, I didn't You're care. You're like, what are you, 45? Yeah, I was like, whatever, man. Shake and let's get out of each other's faces. Neither of us want to talk to each other. Yeah, yeah my uncle was like. I was just nervous around anyone older than me. Oh, me too. I used to like hide. When my I... age too, actually. You're now? No, back then. Oh, I, you were just scared of everyone. Would your parents ever take you to a barbecue and they'd be like, don't worry, there's some kids your age there. And you're like, that's the worst thing you could say yeah, ever to me. Because yeah. now I have to hang Now I'm going to be forced to hang out with these people. And those kids are going to be like, do you want to see my Pokemon cards? And you're like, no. I like those kids, the ones that are like embraceive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's when you get another one like you that's like. Ugh. Uh, and you're just too, so uh, awkward. Yeah. You're like trying to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't like social interactions, so. As yeah. long as there was a pool, I was <laughs> Necessary fine. evils is yeah. what I call them. Yeah. It's, it's social interactions. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of that, what do you want to plug? It's oh, gosh. It's going to come out in two weeks. It's going to come shows. out in two weeks? Yeah, so. Um, so you have to do some math. Keep an ear out for the Filling It With Carol podcast. Yeah. How do you do? I'm going to, how do you do? I'm going to get it, it done. I'm going to do it. She's, then, I um, cannot wait. If it comes out in two weeks, uh, I don't know. Do you have any? You can, uh, you can do that. Do you, you have any friends and listeners in Billings, Montana? We will now. We might. Are you playing do a show? Are you doing a show? There's a comedy festival out there, Billings, from the 10th to the 15th. I think there's some good shows. You should totally check it out. Are you? Going are you going to be there? I'm going to be there. Nice. It's going to be. What's gonna it be a good time. Uh, the Big Sky Comedy Festival. Nice. Billings, Montana. That's exciting. You're going to take That's a plane. Fun. I can't wait. I'm going to catch me a a, a moose. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna, gonna bring home a buck. There you go. Tag just, one up. <laughs> yep. Hanging bring, up on your. I'm gonna be mad if I don't see a moose, though. I actually have. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna be super mad. And I I've don't looked at pictures and yeah. You've looked at pictures. You're really I just ready type to in see Billings, one. Montana, on Google Images like every night. And it's just, and m- just moose. Like, oh, what's the mo- what's the multiple m- moose? moose? I think it's moose. Moose can't be meese. I want it to be meese, but there's no way it's meese. I wish it was. I sure do wish it was. Oh gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. It was so great. Oh, you're great. Thank you, thank Uh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. The Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.